Felicia, this is Mark the Dreamer. Hey, this is Gigi, and it's your girl Leona, and you are listening to the Haitian Millennial Podcast. Are you ready? Ready, ready. Are you ready? Ready, ready. Fanatic, you laugh. After you came in, no papa, no papa, Mexican and girl. Don't say this, I'm giving you. I think we're a gas. Give it up. Who's a man? Who's a fanatic? Margas are not true. Sick is our sick is our Welcome, welcome to the Haitian Millennial Podcast. I'm Mark the Dreamer, and I am joined by two beautiful Haitian queens. One to my left and one to my right. I'm left-handed, so I'm going to start with my left. I am joined by Gigi. Hey, everyone. What's up? And then on my right, I'm joined by the beautiful Leona. How y'all doing? (laughs) Welcome. Again, this is the Haitian Millennial Podcast, Um, and... We don't want to give you guys too much, but um, we are Haitian, of course, and this podcast will be going over our story, our timeline, how we understand and adapt to the the world that we're in, which is America, right? While being Haitian. Yes, while being Haitian. So uh, before we get into it, we're going to get into, I guess, the the setting of how we got here, um, our story. But um, before we dive into it, how y'all doing? I'm doing real good. I'm doing real good. I just think that being Haitian is a beautiful thing. I mm. just think it's a beautiful mm. thing. Mm. Let's that. get some applause <laughs> on that. I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's definitely an underrated thing and an underrated thing. Mm. And I also think it's an underrepresented thing. Like, mm. Although Haitians know Haitians, mm. like, do other people really respect like Haitians to the standard in which we love Haitians, you know, we're gonna talk about it. We we're gotta get into it. it. And and I think the millennial is this not a hot take or nothing. We just getting started, but the millennial generation of Haitians, we different, man. So different. We so are different. different in what we do. So uh anyway, how you doing, Gigi? Before I'm we get good. into it, I'm blessed. I'm happy to be here. This is a big moment. Oh, you know? she wanna say I'm blessed. Yeah, Ooh, she blessed. She I'm, blessed. With sure it. I'm blessed. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come she want to hit you with the She's I'm blessed. But go ahead, you know. I mean, God made me Haitian. Like, come hey, on. hey, yes. blessings yes. are in abundance. All right, you know, I know nobody's going to ask me how I'm doing, but I'm doing good. <laughs> wow. um, you know what? That's you not got it. it. You, do, you do. You got it. You got it. But yeah. I, I, come on. That, Listen, I'm doing great. Let's be honest. When we got here, I uh-huh. asked Mark how he was doing and how his day was. Hey, listen. I did. And, and yeah, we didn't even get want to get into that. Oh. Oh. But you know it, it is it is what it is, <laughs> you know. No, you know high Haitian be saying chaque jour pas dimanche. So we we already know what time it is. We gotta we gotta stay in high spirits though. Yes, that's that's how we get everything going though. Speaking of high spirits, I yes. think um, I've heard a lot of people talk about Haitians. You know, we're Haitian millennials, mm-hmm. but we know the way Haitians communicate. Anytime people see me or you know see me interacting with my Haitian friends, they're always like, "It's so aggressive." aggressive. And I'm like, "No, that's love." So just the way you interact with, like the way I interact with them, you know, like the Haitian, the the language seems mm. a little robust. Mm. <laughs> but to me, I'm like, what you mean? I, that's love. Like, there's nothing. 
you know, angry about it. I think it's just we're a strong, passionate group of people. Angry. I've, I've, I've heard that our, like, language is intense and seems like a lot of, like, inflection, but it, anger. It, yeah. it can be, though. I mean, we talk to each other with with a little, you know what I'm saying? We, we kind of expect you to know where we're coming from when we talk to each other. Yeah. We have no, like, no sympathy aspect. It's like mm. we we talk like we really mean it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just get straight to it. Sakpa said, I bully ya. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no, ain't no extra to it. Oh, no, form. You know, like, that's the, I think that's the old generation. Like, yeah, that's the old generation. They talk generation. real slow. Sorry, I don't mean to offend no one. If you <laughs> are not a millennial and you happen to be listening to this, no offense. You know what I'm just yeah. saying? I'm just letting us know that the millennials, we move faster. We talk faster. They'll be like, oh, come on, yeah. One form? Nah, we ain't really about that. It's like, yo, what's up? You know? Also, like, I fit. I, like, when I talk to my mom, like, I, I mix the two. Like, I mix the mm-hmm. Creole and the English. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, come on, y'all. I'm like, you know, I'm good. Oh, <laughs> like, I don't even try. Always. I don't even try. <laughs> I don't even try. I'm like, oh, I'm good. And she's uh, like, I see oh, you one of those. I'm one of those. Like, oh, come on, you know if I said, you know, I went to work. Like, I'm. So, <laughs> no, so, I'm the same. I'm the same. So, y'all already getting a little bit of what? You know where, where each of us fall in that millennial bracket. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about it. I was born and raised in Haiti. Uh, I was born in you know we're not gonna say the age yet. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I came to the U.S. Uh, in 2002. Uh, yeah, I was 14. If you don't oh, calculate yet. So pretty much, pretty much, like you know, I sent to the core. You feel me? Um, and Leona, talk about talk about your your Haitian journey and how your your Haitian millennial blood how how it runs. So unfortunately, it runs here in the U.S. <laughs> I was born here um, in Boynton Beach, to be exact, down south, Florida. Mm. And honestly, I'm I'm not Haitian to the core, but what I would say is my roots, my parents. Um, mother, father, a lot of my older brothers are definitely straight from Haiti. Um, mm. I was just one of the luckier ones, the younger ones who uh, was birthed here. And I've been to Haiti multiple times. So go, don't get it twisted. <laughs> like, don't get it twisted. You visited. I visited. I've been there. Um, I ain't looking at nobody, but you visited. I did. Oh, I visited. <laughs> I, I, I visited, but then I also yeah, stayed. Yeah, yeah. Cause, uh-huh. So I was I was a, a bad child. And my oh, mother. So say you know yo. Yes. You were the oh dang. I was I was a, I was a bad child and mm-hmm. my mother did pull up. I'm gonna leave you in Haiti this summer mm. to so you can act right. Um, and she didn't was, even tell you she was gonna she leave you when when y'all left. Not. She did not. She literally oh, hopped on a plane and snap. took off. Left me and my brother because we were troublemakers. So I have been in the trenches. Mm. But yes, I was born here and I do still have a very different view even from Mark being born there. Nate like a native Haitian native. <laughs> So see, I used to get threatened by yo my my boy IT. I never really actually listen. I wasn't but, even born there. But to me, they couldn't threaten me with that because I wanted to go back. But we won't get into oh, that. Oh wow! <laughs> I wanted to go back. That is different. Yeah, it is. Cause uh, I was scared. So <laughs> so, Gigi, let the people know what's what's your how you, how deep is your Haitian roots? I mean, so I'm also an American. I was born in America. I'm from Stanford, Connecticut. Shouts to the Stanford, Connecticut. This is gunshot. Got the gunshot yeah, from Stanford. Yeah, we have. Oh, sorry, I didn't do gunshots for Boyan. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah, you should have. You should have known that. No, 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 no. This is this some gunshots. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> All right, sorry, Gigi. Go ahead. Yeah, but I was born in Stanford, Connecticut, and then mm. I moved to uh, West Palm Beach. Shouts to Palm. Beach. West Palm. West Palm. <laughs> when I was. Uh, 
seven. I'm not gonna give away when I was born yet. You mm-hmm. know, keep that a secret. Okay. But I've never been to Haiti. Mm. I yeah. Mm. I've never been to Haiti. Not even mm. for a vacation. I, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah. so I'm here for I'm here for the Haitian Americans that love here? their. I don't oh, know, dog. No. I don't know. That's why I'm here. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Oh, maybe so Lela. Oh, uh, good so Lela. No, nope. you never had a frisco. Never um, had a frisco. With the pistache. Ooh, I had pistache. Come on. Uh, you never, but you never had a frisco <laughs> with the pistache. Aye. Ah, Jesus. Okay, I went to church. Aye, aye. Okay, legs like I, they call. That's what yeah. I did. Right, see, see. All right. So I, no, I've never been to Haiti, but I mm. love my Haitian culture. Um, my they're calling me Gigi. My name's Gaslan Fleurimont. Oh, Gaslan, Gaslan so Very, very Haitian name, and I just love my culture so much. And so, I'm proud to represent the Haitian Americans that are still waiting for Haiti to be, you know, where it need to be. Yo, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, so Le- 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 Leona. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm moving a little bit towards this. Way. I'm not okay. sure what's going I'm, on right now. That's but, okay. But listen, for those of you listening, I'm moving towards the right. I'm moving towards Leona's side because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, she kind of put it out there. Like, I'm proud of my Haitian culture. Like, we're not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, I feel like, we feel attacked. Like, she's like, I'm proud of my Haitian. You can buy a ticket and go. Yeah, like. like, Nah, nah, Corona. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, we're going to use Corona as an excuse for so long. But once the CDC says Mm -hmm. we could could take flights. Actually, the airport's open in Haiti. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Listen. So uh, I don't want to get into all the politics. <laughs> that I think it's too early for all that. If you haven't been, I would just say if you definitely are a Haitian, Haitian mm-hmm. millennial, and you've never been to Haiti, I would definitely encourage you at some point in your life. Like, don't let life go by so far that you haven't been. Like, I definitely think that that's a trip needed to take. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we go to Atlanta. People want to go to Cali. Mm-hmm. People want to go all these other places that they aren't from. Like, but taking a trip to where your roots are, I think, is very beneficial just even for me my parents being immigrants seeing where they came from and seeing how much they did just Mm -hmm. for me to say that I was born here I can get an education you know they lived in like mud huts you know seeing how they farmed the land it's just so rich for you to realize like the opportunities that we have here and I just don't think people should take that for granted of course but I want to represent um, because first off, I don't want y'all in the comments talking about my parents. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's not what this is about. I can already see it. Oh, like they didn't even do it. Come on. <laughs> but I, I think it's important to just know, um, even though I've never been to Haiti, mm-hmm. like my household, stepping inside my household meant that I was in my Haitian roots. Like, um, it's something that was established very early on to me that I'm Haitian and I should be extremely proud. Um, and there's really no way to deny it. I think a lot of Haitian Americans who are born here, some of them struggle with the identity issues about being bullied and just mm-hmm. being labeled a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. I never shied away from my culture. Round of applause. Round of applause for you. Round of applause for you. Let's pray. You know, next year I can go to Haiti, please. <laughs> let's 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 really pray. But um, as you can tell by now, uh, we all have different rooted understanding of our Haitian background, and um, the the main thing about the Haitian Millennial Podcast is we're able to bring those three different um, aspects. So you know, I've I've lived it, I've seen it, moved away from it. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, you haven't been. 
you've been, you've experienced. So having the conversation about where we at, at as Haitian millennials, um, we're able to come from three different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And although we have different backgrounds, but we share one main thing. Yeah. You know, we're all we all have the Haitian blood in us, whether you know we haven't smelled the air <laughs> or touched the dirt. <laughs> Heard good things about but, the uh, air, so you haven't. No. Oh man. What? Okay. The freshest air you can. You know what I'm saying? Uh, come on, Mark. Okay. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Lo aladeo. When you go to the country, though, you know what I'm saying? I know. I know in Port-au-Prince, you know, there's all the trucks and all the pollution going right. on, and and, and of and course the trash and stuff. Room. Yeah, but when you go in the, you know, in the country, I'm from, you know, my people's from Bombardi, you know, my other people's from Mibale. And when we go out there, you, nothing but fresh rivers. <laughs> um, the ocean is there. You know, the air is great out in the country. I think my question for you, um, Gigi, would be like, I, and I think that's interesting that you brought that up. I haven't heard. Like, what else have you heard about Haiti? Like, technically, mm. since you haven't been there, like, mm -hmm. I would, hopefully, me and Mark can maybe yeah give some insight on, you know, whether it's true or false or mm -hmm. whether, you, you know, know. How you feeling? I think I've gotten a very realistic portrayal mm -hmm. of Haiti. <laughs> no, for real. I, I, I don't think I've had family members that romanticized it too mm -hmm. much, but I also have family members who haven't bashed it. You know, mm -hmm. it's. I think it's, um, I'm always told, you know, there's a lot of things going on. It's not perfect, right? Mm -hmm. But it's an amazing, amazing country, and it's definitely something. Like, anytime people be like, oh, but, like, they always get upset like that I haven't been because they're like you have mm -hmm. to experience it. But at the same time, just with everything that's gone on in the last what three decades mm -hmm. for the country, like you know we're millennials, so we're like we're the children of Aisti. You know we, mm -hmm. yeah, the country's been through a lot, and so I've heard mostly a lot of the political stuff that's gone on, mm -hmm. the kidnappings. Yeah. Those are a lot of the big reasons why we haven't gone, but. I've also heard that it's beautiful. The food is amazing. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. If you had a grill here. <laughs> no. Witty has some grill in Haiti. Boy. Anyway. We don't want to get too much into that. Did she answer your question? You now? did answer my question. And I, I'm mm. glad that they were very raw with you. Like, yes. I'm glad yeah. that they. I'm glad they didn't, you know, you know, portray as like the. the I don't want. It is a paradise. But you know how when people only like to show people the better parts of Haiti, but there are stories in those rugged mm -hmm. areas too. Like I've been, so I think that it's just the richness of the culture, honestly. Like mm -hmm. watching the big trucks, like you said, um, just filled with colors, filled mm -hmm. with that design, and then seeing just the athleticism of people running, hopping on these drugs and serving food and wow. trying to make money. It's just so different. And mm -hmm. it gives you like just a, another way to kind of even view yourself because you're like, wow, this is who I am. Like this is a part of me, yeah. Yeah. and and you get kind of shocked with it all because you're like, I, I might could do that in the states, like. <laughs> <laughs> and just so, and just so people don't question it, I've also never really been international. Like mm. the, I've been to the Bahamas, but that was a cruise, oh. so I don't think that counts. You stepped out for a little bit. A little bit. I mean, that doesn't count. I mean, I've been on a few cruises. I mean, but yeah, I didn't you... actually like fly. Like I've act I've never been international, so I grew up sheltered. We're gonna talk about it. Oh <laughs> that, man! But that's part of the culture. Um, that's yeah, one of the things, and it's not only. You know, I think it's a universal thing. The the sheltered aspect, because me being born in Haiti, I could tell you I was sheltered from the jump, mm. from the jump. So pretty much, 
it was just like it is here, l'école, la carte, l'église, <laughs> um, pretty much. So, giving you a little backstory, right? So, I was, my parents gave birth to me in Port-au-Prince, but I didn't stay there right away. My, my parents was working, they were working for a company called Care, so it was like a non-profit company. So, they had, no, they had a little something, um, but they were, they were stationed in the country area, which was Bombay, right? So, I was born in Port-au-Prince, but I was brought back to Bombay for about, um, four years and when I turned five I guess it was time for me to go to school my parents was like yo you're not staying here to go to school this is the country so we're gonna send you up to your uncle okay which is in Port-au-Prince so they shipped me off man they shipped me off <laughs> to Port-au-Prince um, to basically get educated but because I was not my uncle's kids or kid so pretty much I was sheltered because he was now in charge of me so I couldn't really do much everything that was given to me was like okay you're only able to go that far into the yard you're only able to go that far into the house you know if you're going anywhere you got to tell people and somebody got to take you mm. y'all might judge me for this um but we did have people at the house that was kind of like helping us so we had the yard dude um and we had the, the cooking and cleaning lady Catman, I, I, I can't know. tell my stories. You can't like. switch places with Gigi now. Nah, nah. <laughs> it was just, you know, I walked into this life. I didn't really ask for it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't know that having maids or having people to to what be at born, yeah. I didn't know having those people were privileges. I didn't know they were. I thought, you know, That's how he you, came. you got them. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I know that sounds bad. I, <laughs> Uh, but I, I'm only speaking like my mindset has changed. I'm only speaking from how it was originally, just yeah. so people get some context that are listening. Mm -hmm. I'm not that way now. I'm not feeling like everybody is fortunate enough to have bonds or maids. I'm saying that's how it was, right? Mm -hmm. So they would be the one looking out for me. So when my uncle and them went to work, I couldn't still wild out because those people were still in the house. Yeah. Um, and if I did anything wrong, they would snitch on me because um, that's just the type that's of people they were. <laughs> they would not let me get away with anything. And I would stitch back on them, too. But anyway, um, <laughs> that was my process. So I was sheltered from then until I was, again, 14. I came to the U.S. But then let me see. Woo! It was like an open field. <laughs> my parents was always at work. They didn't give me no rules. Uh, wow. But that's 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 pretty much how I was raised. So when I came here... It was totally. It was. It was definitely a different experience for me. And we're not. I'm not gonna speed it through. I'm not gonna get to my first experience when I got here yet. You know, Just we're, yet. we're gonna Ooh. slow walk the dog. This is. This is a long podcast, meaning that we're here to talk about the Haitian millennial experience. I'm not gonna, you know, run right. through it yet. We're gonna. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So. <laughs> what well, What was the uh, upbringing up like for y'all? I mean, I guess I'll talk about my upbringing. Um, so I just distinctly remember growing up. And really no one in the household spoke English. Mm. Like, I remember watching Sesame Street. Mm -hmm. And we used to have the subtitles on because my mom was learning how to speak English mm. while watching Sesame Street with us. She was learning how to speak English Learning how Sesame to speak Street. English, yeah. And so... Oh, so she's trying. I, I like that. I like give that. her some effort for trying. <laughs> oh, no. Like, we used to watch All My Children. Mm. Like, we used to just... Like, my mom really had to take the time to learn how to speak English. She had just gotten her CNA license. So you like, said that was Boston? Say that again. What was that? Boston? No, Connecticut. Connecticut. Okay, yeah, okay. And, I know, said Connecticut. You're yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, yes. Keep going. Keep going. Not like you New said Boston because that's always where they come from. Nah, you yeah. said that. You was like, like Connecticut. <laughs> Connecticut. 
All right, go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. You know, there's New York Haitians yeah. and Boston Haitians, Boston but Haitian, the Connecticut yeah. Haitians are strong, man. Mm. <laughs> strong group. Shout mm. out to us. Um, so, yeah, that's what was my upbringing. We didn't speak English in the household. My grandma lived with us for a long time, and my mm. grandma is like, you know, just the quintessential traditional old Haitian lady. Mm. <laughs> and so we had like a, for example, we had a, a, a washer and a dryer. Mm. Uh, my family was washing the clothes by hand and hanging them out to dry, mm. even when it was snowing outside. What? Uh, yeah. How did that even work? I mean, they made it work. Mm. <laughs> The Haitians will make it work for sure. Yeah, they will. And so um, I just grew up where my dad used to uh, travel back and forth to Haiti a lot. He had Mm -hmm. like a business. Oh, they always do. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. The the dad's always got a business. (laughs) They always got a business. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's, that's I mean, oh, oh. yo, Leo don't want to hit with the gunshots. I think it's, is that called Yo, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> We're foreshadowing. We're foreshadowing. So, so the business is the a business family. Is a family. It's a family. Kiss up. Hot take. Hey, listen, they're taking shots on the man. Hold on, you got a hot take. Let's, let's, let's. let's I mean, that was down. the hot take. Oh, yeah, oh okay. The business is a family. Yeah. See, back on my side. Back on my side, man. Back on my side. And this is why we're talking about how we brought up. Hey, my, yeah. hey, hey, listen, man. Talk about it. Next one is to get you a lot Go ahead, go ahead. Crazy. But yeah, so anytime he come back, he just came back with all the good stuff, mm. like all the goodies. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I was introduced to, to Haiti just indirectly in a sense. Mm. Like, you know, just seeing my mom. Well, he like, came back with the dusmacos. All that. Oh. He came back with the deuce pistache, the pistache. Oh, here's here's a here's mm-hmm. something about me. Like I, as a child, I was a picky eater. Mm. I only like to eat candy. Oh, I was Grandma a picky eater too. That too. She would just be like, "Here's some more candy." And so they used to bring <laughs> me back the the nutrient drops, the protein drops that they mm. from Haiti. Oh, I know what you mean. The one that make you eat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that used to be a thing. <laughs> so now, if you're getting some weight now, I mean, blame your parents, man. Yeah. They used to give you the. On the market, I think I can't even remember what's called empilim, something like that. I see girls selling it. It's mostly Haitian girls. It's like something. Oh. It's like a syrup mm. you drink, and it's supposed to help you gain weight. Oh yeah, they they been have that though. They've been oh, on game. Oh, that's why that. I used to take. They've been on game yeah. in Haiti. There used to be this guy with a with a um the one of those. You know what they buy? Sorry, oh, the the little the mic the little microphone with thing. A megaphone? The megaphone, yep, yep, yep. Many, like, many, yeah. many, many. The megaphone. So they be in the street like, look at my, look at my Yo, they be saying all the medicine name um, on the on the megaphone and then trying to sell like that. But anyway, continue your story. Yeah, <laughs> so um, yeah, Connecticut. You know, that's mm-hmm. where I'm from, and I stayed. And then um, we went on vacation to Florida when I was five. That was what the first what. Yeah, that was the, that See? was my family. Yo, look, 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 look! We got the same it? trend. I was five when I went to Port au yeah, She was five when she went to my to Fort Lauderdale. You know what I'm saying? That was my family's first and last vacation, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let me keep When was the last time your parents took a vacation? <laughs> Because we're not trying. We're not trying to give your age. You know what? I can, I, we're I not trying to give your age. Yeah, I'm laughing, but I got. I'm. Oof. I'm. I'm it's okay. All right. This so, my story. so yeah, you had one vacation in, in, in what ninety? Okay, we we've been. Out. <laughs> <laughs> does, Disney, does Disney World count? Listen, listen. See, you. I don't know. If you're already in Florida, don't count. Okay, listen, see, viewers. I'm sorry. My story is. <laughs> you're gonna be like, why were you laughing at Gigi? Why? Okay, I'm telling you. <laughs> 
I, yeah, so we I, I went to Florida on vacation as mm-hmm. a, a five year old. Uh, and that was the first time like someone addressed me as Haitian. Mm. Like I remember playing outside. That's that's key. And these kids rolled by on their bikes and was like, "You Haitian booty scratchers?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no! I can't even laugh. That's traumatizing. Yo. It was. I Haitian ran booty scratcher. So young. I never I got called like, that. I cried. These were the same age kids as you. I don't know. They must have oh. been older. But they I was, had to have been. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they were on bikes. So how did they know you were Haitian though? Because you know it's my Montan's house. And mm. <laughs> <laughs> so they already know your mata. <laughs> they already know your mata is Asian. Yeah, you were just profiled by a fellow Asian. <laughs> that's not even funny, y'all. That's like a drive-by. <laughs> that's that's legit. We're laughing on this trauma, yo. We're laughing. We got, we got laughed through the pain. We got we, we passed. So we legit, passed. Legit. I went inside. I was upset. Mm. I was like, what? What does that even mean? Mm. And then I was like, no, you're you're. We're from Haiti, and so they, apparently mm. people just say mean things to you when you're Haitian. Mm. And so that was your first encounter. Wow, that was my first encounter. So in, in Connecticut, you bad, you bad get problem oh, I see. No. Oh, no. see where? Mon mon Florida. Florida Florida rivalry Like in a lot of other, um, a lot of other cities, like that mm. was a thing. Like. It was like Haitians versus Yanks. Like yeah, yeah. they, that was like an don't, issue. Don't don't get don't go there yet. Oh, you know what I'm saying? They gonna we gonna have to slow walk this one. We still we still at the intro. Like let us know what, what was it like? You know, because you grew up in South Florida, so I, right. I grew up in South word? Florida. Um, my parents uh, even today um, mm. cannot read or write. They mm. uh, don't have degrees. Um, mm. And when I tell people that, they're always very much so shocked. They're like, mm. "Wow!" Like. And how did they, and, and honestly, even I couldn't tell you the steps, you mm. know, the waves in which they had to go over just to get here. But um, a little bit about my, my parents just getting here initially. My father was the first person to come to the States. My mom waited, I think, three years mm. for him to come back and get her. And by that time, he had a home established, mm. a job set in place. You know, he was ready to bring his family. A wife. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm just kidding. Oh, just kidding. Just kidding. Like just kidding. Like said, <laughs> this is a slow one. And just I'm a, kidding. I'm a, we, we, I'm you know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to get there. there. We're going to get, get there. there. <laughs> but um, mm. on a lighter note, he uh, made sure that his family was coming home to what was done, not mm. work in progress. Um, he was a construction worker. Um, oh, soon as my mother came, she started working. First place my mom ever worked was Denny's. Mm. And I remember uh, being there after school, in mm. elementary school with her because, you know, my dad was working like 13, 14 plus hour days mm. doing construction. Um, and my brothers were just roaming the streets, you know, mm. uh, getting into trouble. Um, and you know, a lot of older kids don't really like hanging out with their younger siblings. And then I'm the only girl of the family, so that's even worse. Oh, that's right. Oof, we didn't even get to those um, dynamics, listen, but we're gonna get there. <laughs> but right, let me let me let me mm-hmm. let me stay right here. Um, so I grew up. Um, I, I want to say it's like subtle. Like I knew I had family. Like obviously the 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 classic mother, father, mm-hmm. older brothers. Um, but a lot of things were missing. Uh, for instance, like we've never taken a family vacation. Mm. You know, like you were laughing at me. What did I just say? Nah, listen, listen. She said she was gonna pick it back off. So the trips to Haiti weren't vacations. They were business trips. Strictly business. Hey, hey, listen, we go we go slow it down for a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They weren't they were 
So you telling me you you went to Haiti on a business trip? What Listen, kind of business was your dad doing? Like, and and that's the thing too. Like, I have never been to Haiti with both of my parents. Mm. So oh. I've and I've only ever been to Haiti with my mother. Mm. My mother and father have never been to Haiti together. Oh, it right. That again, foreshadowing. <laughs> What's going on here? A lot, a whole lot. So. Um, anytime I ever went to Haiti, it was with my mother or my brothers, but my father was never like a unit with us going there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, I'm trying to tell you <laughs> big secrets, guys, <laughs> you know, and, um, yeah, just, um, like just to kind of go back to Gigi's thing, like we never been on a family vacation. Mm. Um, we, we couldn't, I, I don't know if it's that we couldn't or my parents couldn't, but again, when you don't have that unity, that bond in the marriage, it mm. kind of things start to kind of fall apart and they did slowly but surely um but that's kind of like my family dynamics and i know you talked a lot about like how you know they sent you to your aunt's house i did a lot of that you mm-hmm. know haitian kids never are with their parents i'm not really sure why <laughs> yo, yo, <boy> my <laughs> yo, like now that i think about it now that you mm-hmm. guys are talking about like yeah, I spent a lot of time with my aunts, uh, mm. you know, little cousins, like Yo, never with my is parents. It, is there a responsibility thing going on there? Listen, I, I never really talked to my parents about like the the fact that what they did, because they said they did it because they wanted a better education for right. me. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, as us, we're growing up, we're millennials now, we understand a certain responsibility. We understand that maybe we may not be ready yet. My parents had, they were married at 25, that was the average age. And I'm not going to tell y'all where my age is, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we up there. And if I if I had one at 25, I don't know. It'd be a little different. Yeah. If I had an uncle, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I had a brother mm-hmm. that yeah. was, you know, well off, that I could be like, no, let me send, yeah, let me send yeah. homie right there for a little while while I still get my stuff together. You would do it. I would probably do it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And if that brother, and that brother said, yo, open arms, you know, take, I'll, I'll take him for so. you. And I think so. I don't, I, I, I disagree. I think I agree. But maybe I could I mean, a woman. I mean, <laughs> listen, so so you, you say you wouldn't do it because I, I don't know if it was a mutual decision, but what did my parents say? You know, you that's know? a good, that, now that's a good question. Let's like, go. Was it a mutual decision? Oh, that's, okay. I thought you were coming from like a single parent thing. No, they oh, were both. single parent, get out of here. You go <laughs> and go be. <laughs> nah, I was fortunate or I'm still fortunate for my parents to still be together. So, um. So that's that that happened. I think it was me. Shout out to Haitian love. Yeah, no, shout out. Big shout I, out. I, Can we get a clap? Because the Haitian yeah, love. Let's, get, let's get a round of applause for Haitian love. How many years, Mark? How many years? Oh, my son, Konyasi, Maldi. I'm the first child. Oh, nah, nah. Nah. That's my age. Oh, oh. That under wraps, you know. Pose it, pose it. Not too nice. It almost got me, though. Yeah, it almost got me. Did. But it's been a long time. It's been a long time. That's good. That's, that's beautiful. That's, that's, yeah. that's yeah. beautiful. Like, that's great. Yeah. That's why, like, I... Air horns for my parents. My, yeah, yeah. That, that's beautiful. And, I, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm here as one of the three, like, the spectrum of Haitian mm. millennials to say... I don't know that. I haven't mm. seen that. I've never been exposed to consistency of marriage, mm. um, my or the consistency of a two parent home mm. that is focused on the the I would say the the good of the greater good of us all. Mm. It, it was very much so uh, sides. Mm. Sides always had to be chosen. Um, there was always decisions to make, and I was always I also grew up as that kid mm-hmm. who took on most of the responsibility, like. I'm in middle school reading like government documents. Like Mm. I know what they mean. 
and then having my mom tell me, Oh, dog. Because then you gotta. But the interpretation is Mm -hmm. different, you know? How old did that start? Oh, man. I would say that started like. I want to say like 12, 11. Oh, I started Mm -hmm. earlier. Like, it might have been even earlier than. Translate bills? To translate, like I learned a bill how translator? to balance a checkbook. I learned Ooh. how to send a letter. I learned how to call the bank. I knew all my mom's bank information at this time because she couldn't do those things, you mm. know. Mm. And just having that responsibility, I mean, I would say my age, but I'm not gonna say my age. But I grew up <laughs> a, a whole lot <laughs> faster than I felt like I should have. I didn't mm. really have like that childhood. Like, yeah, I can remember like playing manhunt outside and. Mm-hmm. You know, playing hide and seek, but still, I knew that once I was home, mm-hmm. that I, the same way I was a child out there, mm-hmm. I could not bring that with at, me at into home. The home. Did you make that realization as you were growing up, or is that something you realized as an adult looking back? I realized that as a as an adult, absolutely, because mm-hmm. sometimes I sit back and I like like how you know how you reminisce. Oh yeah, me and my family like mm-hmm. we went on <laughs> trips and we did dinner and we did. I'm like what? <laughs> I'm like what? I ever did that and a lot of what I remember is mm-hmm. responsibility is calling people is you know like mm-hmm. I said doing the checks making sure I'm calling Bank of America and Chase and making sure I'm sending letters and making sure I'm calling the contractors and, yeah. you know like a lot of that and that has very much so sewn into my life today because I am a worker bee like I mm-hmm. do a lot of like I go 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 I need to do this I need to do that but that's high. she's got up. 15 jobs y'all <laughs> Kids, count it. Look at kids' job. Look at kids' job. Give Vin got that done. Look at kids' job. And because I have fifteen jobs, I want my kids not to have to do that. So I do. Hey, round of applause for your kid not to do that, man. (laughs) Round of applause for Um, that. But that's a that's a lot of my motivation. I know people Mm. ask like, you know, what will get you up in the morning? Obviously, the Lord Jesus Christ. But also just knowing how much of an extreme I want from what I have from what I had in the past. I just want a vastly different upbringing for my children. Like I want dinner, I want vacation. Mm-hmm. I, I I, don't want you to have to worry about finances if you don't have to, you mm-hmm. know? I don't want you to be burdened with uh, family drama that mm-hmm. has absolutely nothing to do with you. Just those heavier things. But I want you to be a child, you know, enjoy it. I love it. I love your mindset, right? Going into it now and sorry Gigi, i don't know if you had something to, oh, no, I'm, um, I'm to taking go it off all of. in. um <laughs> i had a, i have a question so the the future and how you look at how you want your kids to to be is it a reaction to how you were brought up or do you think that the way you were brought up or how you were given responsibility so early you felt like that was wrong and you want to make it right mm-hmm. or you felt like is it just a reaction to just do differently than what your parents did i would if I'm honest, I would say it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say wrong, but I don't want to say like it's a hard wrong. But I definitely think that adult information should stay adult information. And then mm-hmm. children, like, you know, there's there's spheres. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's the, the, the adult's business and then there's children's business. And mm-hmm. I think that there should be a, definitely a fine line. Like, you, there's a difference between teaching your children how to budget mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then having them budget. Budget. Uh, <laughs> you know mm, what I mean? That's a word. I wish I had a snap. I need to get a snap in here. But if we don't have a snap, that's I'll get true. you some air horn. Because I'll get you some we air talk horn. about it right now, just the financial literacy of just millennials mm-hmm. in general. You know, yeah. and 
of course that is a an excellent skill to have but it's different when it's reliant on you coming home and there's no lights on mm. yeah because you did you you didn't you, do something right and that something has right. happened to me where like you know i come home um you know get home from the bus mm. or whatever walk home and the lights are out Mm. because I may have forgotten to pay something or I forgot to set something auto pay for my wow. parents, mm. you know, and my, me calling my dad and him just being like, Oh, just take it easy. Mm. Like, and it's just like, now I'm fending for myself. And then mm. me calling my mom and my mom's at work and she's just like, Oh, it's okay. Like I'm going to come home soon. I'll be home at this time. Mm-hmm. Mind you, it's like what? Three. My mom don't get off till like eight, nine. Yeah. So like, I'm just home. Like, trying but they to were, they were school. understanding. My father, I feel like does, I feel like he was very much so a financial dad. Like, here's the money, figure it out. Mm. Mm. And that that left, again, like, that gap of responsibility for mm-hmm. me. And, and, you know, that's why I say, like, it's a little bit of both. But the reason I ask is because you're about, like, you're about, the, you're about the, come on, Leonor, oh, of course. And that came right after. Like, 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 Wow. My father would say, it's say not to funny, me, but, yeah. like, oh. and it's just like, <laughs> that's what she said, like that. <laughs> that's exactly oh how he would say it. Oh and, it <laughs> and again, I'm not trying to paint my father yeah. as a horrible man. He is not. Like, I can say But that's that. the reaction to it. It is, but I can, I understand that. Mm-hmm. It's a generational thing. Just like how if yeah. I didn't take time, like you, like you said, to realize this as an adult, I could do these same things to my kids, mm-hmm. not even knowing that I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, so if, yeah. if I can't expect someone to love me if mm. they weren't even loved that way ever before. Mm. So me understanding a new form of love and what family should look like, not that anything's perfect, mm. but just knowing that this isn't the healthiest way it can be and seeing so many other examples elsewhere now that I'm older, mm-hmm. I want to take advantage of that. I feel like that's a better gift than anything for kids, like a strong, firm household. Like, it does wonders because, listen, y'all going to hear about the rest of my stuff. I don't care. I do want to say something. Uh-huh. I do want to say something. Um, so I've noticed, like, in terms of being a millennial on social media, mm-hmm. that there's a lot of, like, uh, shared trauma like we mm, do trauma yeah. bonding yeah in yeah. terms of the way we've been um raised and mm. so like hearing leona's yeah. story i can i can relate in certain aspects because yeah you know businesses continue to be businesses in haiti and mm. you know my parents did eventually get a divorce and so um i did go from a very like i would say like once we got to florida and we got established mm-hmm. you know we were living out in the suburbs like you know i was in royal palm you know before <laughs> <laughs> You know, we had a we had a nice house, and we were going to these you know white schools, and so it it seemed like out from the outside mm-hmm. that my parents had accomplished the American dream. Yeah. Mm. That's good. And then it just fell apart, mm-hmm. and you know, quickly my mom became a single mom of four kids. Wow. And so, um, but I want to just say like there might be people listening in and they'll just be like, man, I always went on vacation Mm -hmm. and my parents were so super loving and supportive and they're Haitian. I feel Mm -hmm. like, I feel like them, the people who had that experience can sometimes feel a little alienated from what's currently like portrayed as Haitian Mm -hmm. culture. So I feel like it's important to talk about what's happened, Mm -hmm. but it's also important to note that, you know, 
that there are families that are healthy. Yes, um, it might not be relatable to everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. And at times, again, um, I'm not here to put down any social media platforms or anything, but at times when these videos do come out, if you are in the comment and saying you can't relate, you are bashed a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. you get you get that, oh yeah, you just being a hater, you don't really, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I be seeing this stuff and I'm like, yo, that's not really funny. It's, but it's again, not. yeah, and and I and I'm glad you said that, um, Gigi and Mark too. Like, for someone like me, and you know, like you said, like the commonality of you know, kind of like the trauma that happens, and you kind of build relationships and bonds on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if you are Haitian, if you are a millennial, if you have a platform, and you have those dynamics that are seem you know unseen and it's mm-hmm. healthy, show it, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. I'm sure. encouraging you to because we need more of that. Yeah. You know, don't feel alienated or anything like that. Like, oh, well, I didn't struggle or this and that. Like, no, like that's everyone's story is different. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, like, if you have that family, if you have the, mm-hmm. the beauty of that. And I know that your family, there's probably, you know, something yeah. going on. Something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but don't be afraid to to celebrate what you do have if, yeah. if it is there. Like, don't yeah. don't don't, sh- don't shy away. This is look at us being mature. <laughs> Look at it us. Took us some time I love it. Yeah, it. I love it. it. Some, 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 some of us took more time than others. <laughs> Shout out to Jesus <laughs> and therapy. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, listen. <laughs> but this is good because at times people are afraid to showcase that 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 life. You know, yeah. it's different. You don't. Again, this is this is a disclaimer. I was raised a little different, but again, I do understand. I had friends who I went to school with, who maybe wasn't growing up in that area maybe they didn't have a lunch every day i still remember mm. at times in, in school where i brought my lunch and i would hate what they gave to me right. and would want cash like the other kids because some kids had cash right wait wait, wait. Yeah. what did they give to you like do you have like swiss bar no but y'all gonna hate me y'all gonna hate me okay, okay. so they used to pack my lunch, um, you know, I had the spaghetti some days. They used to have a, a routine. Okay. One day I used to hate. Listen, don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't I, shy I away. I used to hate the ramen noodle day. There used mm. to be a day where they were pre, you ever had already cooked ramen noodles? I understand. It's soggy. And it's, Yo, it's like, oh, it's like yeah, a ramen noodle cake. <laughs> you ever had a ramen noodle cake? No, I've not had this. Oh, my gosh. So they used to pack my lunch, right? So um, by the time it's lunchtime, you're looking at 1 o'clock. Yeah. That ramen noodle was cooked since 7 in the morning. Oh. 6 a.m. even. Because pretty much my <laughs> uncle and then they have to drop us off at school before they go to work. Yeah. So school started like 8.30, whatever. So you get there, you, you have your lunch pack, and then they put ketchup already on it. Oh, wow. You made ketchup, so they, ramen they noodle. They didn't make it. They it comes to your spaghetti. I swear they swear that <laughs> ramen noodle spaghetti, yo. This I is swear. a first. This is a first. So, movie. so when I open the box, the bad I live, you know, oh, like the whole thing God. get up. So everybody, listen. The kids had like money. They gave him money because they used to be vendors outside of yeah. the school mm-hmm. um, during lunchtime. So I didn't have money because they gave me lunch. Lunch, yeah. Your mom's mom club. So I used to be, I used to envy those kids with money, but those kids with money used to hate always buying that food outside. Ooh, that's so good. we used to trade, going. we used to trade food. Okay. So I lived, they would love that nasty ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> they used to eat that thing wow. up and I wow. would get my, my, my money and I would go outside and buy me a Haitian patty, you know, pate cordé, you know, they got okay. the hot dogs, you know, they got the eggs and the, you know, the onions, all that stuff in there. I used to love that. 
But because I grew up in a house that that was frowned upon to eat on the side of the street. Oh, um, same. It was frowned upon outside. to eat yeah. outside because you don't know where that food came from. Mm -hmm. So that's why they gave me lunch. Like, they know if they give me lunch, I'm straight. I don't have to go eat outside. Yes, but I used to love the food from outside. The dirt was in there. <laughs> you know, all the all the things that, the ingredients that came because of taste of the struggle. Yes. It was sure. good. <laughs> that pate cordita went through all the dust. Yeah. And you have a great <laughs> immune system, I bet. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm, I'm living, right? Yeah, I, had, I, I had the pate. I mean, I have a great immune system. I feel like it's like a hate. You know, I'm, I'm just. You got a mi cuap, pagi mi cuap saya. Let's say mi cuap, give me cuap sa, mi cuap patu ye, mi cuap patu ye malere, ukon mayo. So anyway, so that was my experience with, like, I guess with the with the lunch aspect, and that was, you know, something that we had in common with the kids, because then everybody was, you know, grew up in the same area, mm -hmm. um, and unfortunately there was no microwave. Uh, I'm sorry, there was no microwave at the school. I couldn't go heat my ramen noodles. Mm -hmm. But on other days when they gave me, you know, the spaghetti, I never had the asa spa because that was for dinner. Um, I every didn't day. never really send you that with lunch and Was stuff. it for every day? No, no, no. Okay. Like, I ha I don't remember the exact schedule. I know I had spaghetti. I know I had all of that. I also, we have sandwiches and stuff, too. Um, so, yeah. Very Those cool. were the, the days. I think the last day was Friday was a good old day for me. I think they didn't send me with lunch. They gave me money on Fridays. Okay. Um, but they will ask for the guy who's picking me up. And again, don't make me sound privileged. There's a guy that used to come pick me up from school. I never go to go go home by myself. He will come pick me up, and he'll bring money to get me little snacks if uh -huh. I wanted. And um, yeah, I was I was a little spoiled, I guess. You I was the what, first child. You know what stands out to you, me mm -hmm. about your story, um, mm -hmm. and just really trying to connect what Leona shared about her is like our parents. Like, you know, of course, nowhere is perfect. And, mm. you know, everyone comes to America because they're really trying to, you know, make something of themselves, yeah, like yeah. have, you know, the American dream, the opportunity. But like, I don't know, the, the con like, I feel like if my mom could pack me lunch every day like that, like how mm. you grew up, because that's probably how she grew up. I know she had a very like similar upbringing to you. Mm. Like, I think she would have done it. Like, yeah. I think she would have wanted to pack my lunch and had somebody pick me up from school. It's just like, once mm -hmm. you get here and you have to grind and, and make things yeah. work, like, things like packing lunches mm -hmm. and picking you up from school, just, yeah, you just can't do those things. And um, I feel like it's like, man, like, you have this upbringing at, in your home and you come to this foreign land and then mm -hmm. you can't even give that same yeah. experience to your children, but you're giving them something else. Definitely, definitely. That's that's good, and I'm glad you've made that connection because what I'm about to say is not going to make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's going <laughs> to... I got you, I got you. We all for the ride. No, 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 we all it, for the ride. It's gonna, we're going to get there. Mm -hmm. um, you know how I kind of explained that my, my, my father was kind of like a, a financial dad mm -hmm. and about how you kind of brought up, you know, you guys, it was perfect. It mm -hmm. seemed perfect, but then it fell apart. Mm -hmm. um, so in my home, Again, it was one thing, but outside of my home, my parents wanted it to look like the complete opposite. So my mom did make me breakfast every morning. Mm. My mom did um, pack me lunch and my dad gave me lunch money mm. and I had an allowance every week. Wow. Okay. So that okay. was for the outside. Mm -hmm. So that was so that Leona don't have to ask nobody for nothing. Mm -hmm. Leona doesn't have to wonder if she's going to eat. That Leona pride. doesn't have to, you know, seem as if she's not content with what she has. Mm. Because look at what your parents give you, mm. you know. But 
again, it's all for show. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it wasn't like I was made these lunches, you know, mm-hmm. because oh it was love. It's like no, oh papa, oh, oh oh my old um, you know, like oh they just saw oh mitzayo, like boom, we're going to the mall, <laughs> we give you brand new shoes. Yeah. And it wasn't about like because like oh you you know I generally want my daughter to have shoes. No. It's like no, I don't need you looking like yeah. that. Yeah, like no, they have, not they have a like pride. That. Yeah, like yeah. my son or my daughter need to look a certain exactly. way. Exactly, yeah. exactly, and yeah. that even then put put pressure on me, mm. you know, because it's like, I got to be perfect out here mm-hmm. and then I got to be perfect in here. Like where, where can I mess up? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where, where, where can I mess up? That's, so I didn't really did have you much feel room. that, that pressure to be perfect or like the, to um, keep up like an appearance or a certain, um, when I got here to the U S I'm going to let you know that for sure. When I was in Haiti, I was a bad kid. I'm not going to lie to y'all, <laughs> man. I had, I had that syndrome that, yo, you're not my dad. You know, I was I was running like I didn't. You know what I'm saying? I used to come out of school with no buttons on my shirt. Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah, I used to play hide and seek or playing tag, and they would rip my shirt and all the buttons oh, off. I was the kid that was wow. like getting the because in Haiti you get like number grades, so you get like five, six, seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine. Nine is the highest you can get. Um, I was the one getting the six and a half sevens on purpose. Um, because I felt like I didn't belong. Like, I felt like I didn't belong, um, in the same household as my, like my, my, my parents. I mean, my, um, my uncle. So pretty much they had a good, I'm not going to lie to y'all. My uncle used to work at the embassy, the American embassy. Um, my aunt used to work at Soje Bell, which was the bank in Haiti. Um, so they had it good. Yeah. But when I went back, because every summer I would go visit my mother because they are giving back out there with the care company that I used to work for, just helping the less fortunate at orphanages and stuff. Um, when I went back there, it was different. Mm-hmm. I was in the country. I was kind of wild. But I, when I went back to the city, it was sheltered and mm-hmm. you had to eat at a certain time, breakfast, yeah. lunch, um, and then soup. You had dinner and then you had soup. You had four times you ate during the day. Um, so, and I couldn't miss those meals. Like I didn't have a choice. Like if I said I didn't want no, no dinner or no soup, I couldn't do that. I had to literally sit there and eat my soup or eat my, and that's, I think I became like a rebel. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, I didn't, I don't want this nice stuff. Cause I would go to school with kids that didn't have this nice stuff. Mm -hmm. So I felt like what makes me different? So I got to start, I was being bad just to kind of keep up with, yeah. yeah, Trying to keep up with that, with that persona, whatever it was. Um, so it was weird, but when I got to the U S, uh, it was different. I started having that. Okay. Disclaimer. This is something that I've, I've dealt with, but my parents, when I got here, they didn't know how to raise me. So when I got here, I had to pretty much, they had to figure out how to raise me. They were like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you know how to use a computer? Cause again, (laughs) I was fortunate enough to have computers at, you know, in Haiti. And I used to play video games on the computer, right? Things like that. So when I got here, my parents had a computer and I was just on there, you know, regular stuff. My parents were amazed. Like, oh, they can use computer déjà. Oh, everything was like Mark can do it. Mark is already ahead. Mm-hmm. So at that time they were like, what do we teach him? Like, wow. how do we raise him? Because he's already like, I don't want to say ahead, but because they, they came here um, at least five years before me and my brothers came to the U.S. Um, so they were already here. So when I came, they were hoping to kind of teach me certain things mm-hmm. or get me somewhere. But I was already You're a already little there. bit ahead of them. So it, it, it's still to this day, kind of like this relationship 
Anyway, I don't want to get into it. We're still slow walking the dog. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. I know Gigi's no, been quiet over that's there. Good. No, that's good insight. And I, I, so I think it's interesting. You keep disclaiming mm. your upbringing in Haiti. Yeah, because not a lot of... Listen, man. I've walked around a lot of Haitians, especially here in the U.S., and there's this thing. Like, certain privileges, if you had them, you looked at differently here. 100%. You just looked at differently. Like, if I said I never really, you know what I'm saying, had to do certain... I did certain things because I wanted to do it. But let's change that narrative. Let's, oh, let's, like cha- that. let's okay. change it. I don't think that's... I don't think um, it should be looked down upon or it should be shocking. I think it's I think it's awesome. I think it's mm. something we need to hear more about, about how people grew up in their upbringing in Haiti because, yeah. you know, we can't have this whole, you know... I went to the theme parks in Haiti. I know people don't really think there was theme parks out there. It's so weird. Like I've sometimes, never, I've never yeah, had I went to. I went I to. I know some Haitians may know this. Some, some Haitians know this. <laughs> Bonjour, if you know Bonjour. So pretty much, my school would do field trips, and I know this sounds this sounds a little different sometimes, but we used to have field trips. Um, we used to go to to the theme park. It was called Bonjour. If you guys want to look it up. Um, they had the the trains, they had the the spinning thingies, wow. they had the arcades, yeah. all of that. Um, so we would do that every year. Every year we would go out there. Actually, we used to, my school, we used to actually be in the carnivals. I know Kimbasi, some of y'all may know who Kimbasi hey, is. Um, yeah, so they used to come to our schools and do like footage of their carnival because, you know, they were all about the kids. Oh, wow. Um, so I, I really, and again, this is another thing. <laughs> My uncle used to play bass um, for a very popular Haitian um, Christian. This is the same uncle that worked for the embassy. Yeah, same one. That same one. Moving. He actually <laughs> he actually worked in the same area as one of the members in Kimpasi. His name was um, Budarinks. If anybody ever know the the member of Kimpasi called Budarinks, my uncle worked in the same area as him. So he used to play wow. bass for a Haitian, um, you know, like a Haitian church band. But because he knew he had to play bass, they used to actually come rehearse at the house. Again, <laughs> again. Do you think that, that all of that mm. influenced you now as like a creator? It, it does, because I grew up around music. Like, right. my uncle used to play music all the time. And Zitwala was the group, by the way. If you guys know that group, my uncle used to play bass for Zitwala. And then he... But I love I love these groups because I grew up in the house with them. I love Kimbasi. Some people love I know a Haitian, it's a it's a wide thing. Everybody loves Kimbasi. But I don't know. I I think I may love Kimbasi more than a lot of Haitians. But it's okay. <laughs> and my brothers hate me for it, but it's cool. And let me not let me not keep showing my you know, my that I guess you could say that privilege bag and kinda like, you know, slow down for a little bit. That might apologies. you know, honestly, what you're saying to more than a few viewers, I feel like might be might be common. Mm. Yeah. It could be a whole community of like harmonious Haitians somewhere <laughs> who like. No, I know them. I know some of them because because we all still keep you know what I'm saying it's on it's Facebook, yeah, yeah. and they all a little bougie. I'm not gonna lie, some of them are bougie. I'm not the one. I'm not the bougie kind. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm still good. I'm I'm still humble. I'm not gonna be around here talking myself. Oh yeah, I'm so Petionville. You from like La Ville? No, I'm not with that. <laughs> I'm not with that. And it, it took me coming to the U.S. to realize that, though. Oh, that's good. Like, because if I was down there, I don't, I don't think I really see the, you know. <laughs> and, again, I played Liana, not to be confused with Leona. Right, right. <laughs> and tennis, and I was pretty good. And, again, my uncle signed my cousins up for tennis classes. But because I was the child, 
no, I wasn't his child. He didn't sign me up. Right. But <laughs> I was in the in the fields while they were practicing, and they paid money for that. While they were out there doing the things, I was out there, you know, playing a little tennis. Okay. Um. So when I came here, and people were playing tennis. I was like, "Oh shoot, I know how to play tennis." <laughs> like, oh, you, you can play something else besides soccer. <laughs> but anyway, enough of me. That's that's uh-huh. that's a good that's a good shock that's a good shock for people. I, mm-hmm. I I enjoy hearing stories like this. I'm I'm always like like hearing my mom talk about her upbringing. Mm-hmm. I'm always just like wow like why'd you come here? <laughs> that's what I said. Y'all don't even want to hear the first y'all story of y'all. when I got here. Y'all don't understand how good we had. Yo, I came here and I see my parents living in an apartment in Kikakasa. Yo, where's the rest of the house, bro? Just man it's so, it's, uh, it's different for everyone yeah it is it's but it's, i i want that to be like uh just the overall like message yeah. of this podcast like mm-hmm. i'm tired of the stereotypes i'm tired of the one narrative yeah. mm-hmm. you know like come so on. y'all trying to make me an example Hold on, I don't want to be that person. Bob we want you to be the The Haitian Millennial Podcast is all about bougie Haitians like we're not <laughs> just bougie Haitians i'm just really telling my story that's all it is but yeah, let's switch it up, man. Let's switch it up. Who got? <laughs> like, like somebody else say even, something. I don't even I'm, like thinking I'm I'm, I'm so, bougie. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't want that kind of love. I don't. I don't want that kind of. You know what I'm saying? I don't want that. Please don't. Don't do that to me. Don't do it to me. I came from the the gutter. <laughs> I came from the gutter. I mean, I think no, but I I, I agree with Gigi. I love. Mm. I like hearing it. I like hearing it because it gives me hope that mm. if I marry a Haitian man. <laughs> Uh, oh, you want to go there? I mean, oh, you want to go there? Me on a, we ain't gonna go there. Mm. We, listen, we you want to go there? We don't want to go. We don't gonna go there, but I won't go there. Um, just family dynamics in general. That you know, mm-hmm. uh, that the combination of two Haitians doesn't always end up yeah. in a negative space. Talk to you know me what about I mean? That. With Talk businesses. To me about that. With, Talk to me about. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're going back to the business. Back to the business. <laughs> Nah, but word. Talk to me about the, you know. I think, I mean, I just think that, you know, like like we've been kind of talking, like how you've been kind of giving your disclaimers. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like, no, that that's that's beautiful. You know, Um, to I would love to sit here and be like, yeah, you know, my, my parents been married for this and this time and they, mm-hmm. they're still in the same home together and they still, mm-hmm. you know, do things together. They still, you know, speak to their children together. But I, I can't say that. I can definitely say my parents are still married. Mm-hmm. Legally, maybe by next to guy. Exactly, okay. they don't stay in the same home. You that's still love, saying? though. Or I don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's still love. I think it's still love, but I, I, th- I don't want to get into it. I don't know Divorces if it's still love, but it's exactly. Or your business, your, your, your business sip couple. I think I if <laughs> so for my for my situation, mm. I would say it's more so of a it's easier just to do it this way mm. versus going through the process of. Mm doing the actual paperwork, you know, like you kind of like your situation a little bit, like mm-hmm. actually separating of homes and moving things out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's always easier to just be like, you know what, this dynamic, no, it's not broken. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it is, but it's like, you know, that notion of, okay, if it's not broken, why fix it? Yeah. Um, and I wish they would really like break it. So that way, <laughs> like, you know, that there's not that, you know, mm-hmm. awkwardness almost like where my dad's like calling my mom, his wife. Mm. Still, okay. and like it's my, weird. It might yeah. win. It's just weird, like you know how your like your parents like you're saying like it took them a year mm-hmm. to like 
separated. Yeah, a, a whole year following the divorce. It's like technically two, but yeah, it was it was a, mm. it was a process for them to finally separate. You know, it's interesting to. Um, I think the whole concept of my parents getting divorced mm-hmm. brought another aspect in terms of Haitian culture I didn't understand because a lot of people were like, "What? Why are you getting divorced? Stay together. Mm-hmm. Stay together. Stay together. Stay yeah. together." Like they you, believe in that. They do. They were like, oh, even you, though you're not together, you they still want to. They're like, you been on my. You they want to. They want to Jada Smithy. <laughs> a Jada August they, will. They want to Jada Smithy. <laughs> Jada's a, a um, what's the word? She's like a revolution. Uh, but before, and I know this is, might be a, a bracket that I'm opening. <laughs> Do you think any Haitian parents or Haitian couples will, will, will entertain an open marriage? No. They do not willingly. The answer is the answer is no. <laughs> good shot. Hold on, hold on. Let me turn the good shot up a little bit. The we need a little bit of higher on the good. <laughs> Gigi, and I'm telling you, yes. I just don't think that oh, everyone's God. in on it. Like, with... <laughs> it's not really that's, an open relationship. I, I think like... they both have to be open. Yeah, you both, you both have to be open. And in the day, I, I would like to see it. I mean, I don't mm. know if it's possible, but like the Will Jada August situation is very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It's intriguing because in my head, I'm like, okay, like an open marriage. Wouldn't you? Well, I don't. I don't believe in that. Personally, mm. but um, in open marriage, are we keeping the third person? Like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that works. Like, you know, you know, you, get, you, know you get your pet, and it's like, okay, this is our fit. Like, I think that's why everyone's so curious because there's like, was he? I think a part of the family. It made, like know? Jada has made it seem like in past red table talks that mm. like August was kind of like living with them or was traveling mm. with them, and so was he like a pet? That, yeah, like, like was he pet. like was he like you know what I'm saying? Like were you? Yeah, okay, you were part of like the the, the duo, or you were the, mm. you know, but like. When Badako, Badako, when. Badako. <laughs> I mean, I I don't either, but it's just. Sherry, when open marriage. <laughs> I love that Bibla. Bibla. Bibla Like, honestly, and I just think that, mm. I, for, well, more so for me, I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. what, why, what, when did this happen? Clearly mm-hmm. long ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah. why now? Mm-hmm. Like, why is it coming up now? What, what, oh, what? So he, he had an interview with Angela yeah. Yee. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. And I guess I she, you know, she inquires about things. That's her, like, her job. And so mm-hmm. he was like, yeah. That yeah. happened, and Will was. Will I, feel, knew I about felt like it. it was premeditated. It was a premeditated. Some question, yeah, because they because they dropped him. Mm. They did. I, oh, right, so, so so I'm I'm making things up, but in my mind it seems true. <laughs> <laughs> they dropped him. Yeah. So up until that point, yeah, they they were a thing. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you mess up such a good thing? August. <laughs> August. Yeah, maybe it was too much of a good thing to not mess up. But anyway, sometimes too much of a good thing is a bad thing, right? So yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, back to the back to the Haitian the Haitian fathers, right? Yeah. I mean, no, come on. I'm I think saying. I think Father's Day just passed. Haitian mm. Father's Day just passed. I didn't mm. know there was a Haitian. Yeah, Father's Haitian Father's Day. Father's Day? <laughs> I think I'm back on it. I think I'm sitting back on it. Where? I didn't know. Where? I didn't know. That is the problem with the women today. You see. That's the problem. I didn't know. I, I, I know about Haitian Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. 
Nobody's gonna, gonna see they're never, gonna Haitian Mother's Day. For so they're gonna Haitian Father's Day. Father's Day. And I oh. never thought about that for a second. Let's go by. Oh, I'm by by boy. What's up, Bible? Got it, got it, got it. No, what's up, Bible? What's up? Got it. What about some Bible? You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I was that kid, though. I was that kid. I was that kid of my family. I have three older brothers, and I'm the youngest and the only girl. And I was that kid. I was a kid who. See, I feel y'all, man. I don't have a sister. I'm the you oldest of two brothers. You don't have a sister, Mark. Nah. Wow. wow. We're different. Yeah, so y'all might be my, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, the so best, the closest. You need in your the life. The closest I've been to maybe hearing about my like women are growing up in the, in the Haitian household. I was that kid that wanted, a, I was a kid who wanted a childhood so bad, mm. although I couldn't have one because of the responsibility that I still forced it where I could. Like, mm. I made, uh, like, Father's Day plaques for my dad, yeah. like Happy Father's Day. Mm. I would, you know, save up my allowance and buy my Mother's Day gifts and kind of do cute things for them, buy my dad a cake, get him an outfit for his birthday. Like, I still did those things because I wanted that. Mm. And, um, you know, my pastor always talks about how, like, you know, in your family, I mean, I don't know who it is, but normally in your family, there's always that one mm. that's, like, different from the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, and I could see that now as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, um, that I was the only one who really tried to do those things. Like, even now, I have nieces and nephews, and I'm very much so super present in their lives. Like, I don't, mm. because I didn't have that. I'm like that, too. You go man. by Tati? I'm go, I, I go by Leona, and people are like, why you let them disrespect you? <laughs> calling you your first name? I'm like, that doesn't bother me, <laughs> them calling me my first name. So, I understand, Mark, like, I do, because, like, mm-hmm. I you know that I think there's like a quote that's like be the um older family member you wish you had. Yeah. You know, and I always want to be that for I've them. been the oldest, man. That shit is tiring. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. I'm, I'm the oldest. Tiring. Is that how you got your beard? Listen, yeah. that's, that's probably what it is. Um I got all the you know, that was probably my first time my dad had sex. So when he Wait, when he what, made what? me <laughs> people do that yeah only one time that was it oh my mom hey, got five kids that was hey, it that it was, was it. one time i was the best time listen, i was the I'm best not, time I could go so yeah. far with that. but listen you see <laughs> oh my gosh. you see my hair everything's different from my from my brothers i don't know what it is that's the only but you do, explanation you do i got look like your dad that's the explanation I got. I was the first one. Mr. De Kim, Belan, Natuaf, Tan. The Lagi, Lemwek, Soji. Maybe that's it. Okay. But uh, further, like, it, it's tiring to be the oldest. It is. Because I'm spoiled oldest. for no reason. I get spoiled for no reason. I got my first car at 16. My brothers cannot understand that. They have to pay for their first car. They still don't understand well, how, that's backwards. how I did yeah, that. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that, yeah. What? Mark, you just had. <laughs> I think we should just come uh, to terms with see, Mark's life special. See, this is this <laughs> no. is the problem. The you, you got the uh, one, car. One episode, how you, how last episode. Get the the car. Car. First, first episode, last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all pinning me out to be somebody you know, else. I'm the youngest, mm. and I had to buy my own car. Yeah, I don't know how. I had to buy my Yo, own car. Papa, mama, you buy to saving. You buy to saving. You, you go say, ah, Mark, with. First car. But let's not forget. Benz, Mercedes, okay. That's a beautiful thing, guys. It's a beautiful let's not thing. forget. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. thing. Yeah. It is a mm. beautiful thing. Yeah. I I paid for my. Ta- you want to know how my dad? How my dad taught me how to drive? He said, "Ah, what was it going to do? Okay, my machine, na. What's that with it? Statly, gas la la, fuel la. Okay. 
Je n'ai pas une licence là. Wow. wow. Monsieur, mais même dans la licence là, dans cette licence là, monsieur dit que ça vous voulait conduire. I swear to God. Wow. Wow. He took me to get my, my permit. It wasn't even my license, my permit. And then he gave me the car. Wow. Wow. The trust is definitely there. And then, <laughs> and then literally, I wasn't really on the road. I said, I'm going to say this one. Yo, you don't even know that I'm going to. And then you want to start yelling at me, yo. And then when we got to the neighborhood, there was a little cul-de-sac. He was like, you know, just take it there yeah. and just drive. And that's it. That was my first and last driving lesson. My wow. first driving lesson. I, lo- I have a lot of tickets now, but you know what I'm saying? Oh. oh that's probably what it that's is. That's probably what it is. But yeah. My yeah. first yeah, I made it. Um, driving lesson was with my brother, KB. Mm. First time I ever drove, I got into a car accident. Mm. <laughs> I got into a car accident and I had a court order. I had to go to court. And I had, following that car accident, I had, I think. You had to go to court. I had to go to court. I had to go to court. It was like a head, head it was like a. Oh, oh, like oh. Head, head on, like my, well, the car I'm, I was driving was totaled. I'm glad we have you today. <laughs> I know. The beauty of it all. Y'all, I got story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, and I think the the judge gave me like, I used, she was like, oh, you have like three months to get your permit. And I don't know what happens after that. <laughs> like, so you didn't well, have a permit when you got an accident? No, I did not have a permit. Oh, that's why you went to court. Oh, that's why you went to court. <laughs> so, Yo. I remember being like, oh my God, like, you know, and that, and that was Yo, my Leona, first. Yo, Leona, I just realized you're a thug, cuz. That's my first she running is, with the y'all. She is. That was my first that's running. That's when he should Female version. Um, <laughs> but that was my first running with the law. And mm. yeah, I got my um, driver's license. It took me three tries, but I got it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I hit a cone the first time before. <laughs> the second time, I didn't put my hand like on the seat before I turned back. But the third time, you got it. Slide. I wish I was cool like y'all. Yeah. What <laughs> you mean? I do. What you mean? I do. I really do. What like, happened, Gigi? Sakwase. No, listen. <laughs> Listen, like remember, I grew up sheltered, mm. and so legit. I grew up sheltered too, no, girl. No, you, you weren't sheltered like I was. I, huh? I mean, maybe not, I, but I... Yo, I, we're I, not going to out-shelter each other right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to let you... We're going to let you rock. We're going to let you rock. We're going to let you rock. You sure you win? I, I think, I, I think Yo, so. Yo, you sure you win? I think I'm going to do a story. Parce que la caille m'a dit qu'on barrière. Tenez, 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 tenez. Listen, listen. Listen. Because you're a dude, I think she out shelters. Nah, nah, Honestly, son. hands yo, down. Yo, let me tell you something. The gender there was a gate. Is. There was a gate at my house. Okay. The candy lady was across the street. Mm-hmm. I could not go there. That's Ooh. how sheltered I was. I had to look and see. Yo, yo, is the candy lady there? I had to scream out. Yo, miss one candy. That's mm. how sheltered I was. Gigi's like, you, oh, so you want to like, do this? No, let's not do this, man. Let's not do this. So, so me being in a cage is not sheltered enough? <laughs> not, me being in a cage is not sheltered enough? Let's not do this. I don't know. Shelter, right, I think man, it's different. Man. I think we, we, we have different levels. Because yeah. I, I consider myself, I was also legally like a lecon, mm-hmm. but also I saw my brothers, my three older brothers rebellion, and I realized, we get to learn mm-hmm. that if I behaved like that, I would get what I want. Over. Yes. Mm. And that's what I began to do. And you know, I'm not a, I'm not I'm a nice lady. I am a nice <laughs> I am a nice lady, okay? But you know, there's just certain things I did like especially a lot of high school, I mean not high school, a lot of middle school just acting out, fighting and stuff. Honestly, when I think about it now, it was stupid. It was dumb like it's just That was that South Florida and you could. 
It is. It's the South Florida in me. And honestly, now I'm, I'm like from, a teddy I'm bear. I'm from South Florida. Everything well. hurts. Nah, my see, feet. see the Haitian and Connecticut. <laughs> the, the, Haitian, the Haitian and Connecticut don't fight. <laughs> But now I'm like super sensitive now, and I think it's because I never got a chance to be sensitive as a kid. Mm. So now I'm just like a super big crybaby. I'm just mm. like, what? You know? But um, yeah, it's just stupid things, and I think that like when you want attention, and I mm. and I mean like in the youth, in your adolescence, like mm. a lot of people, like even us, like there's something you did in high school or middle school, even mm. as an adult, that you're like, you know what? I I could have. I could have done without that one. You know, I could have done without that one. And it's a growing process. And as Haitians, I think it's just even more, like, outrageous because you're like, your mama let you do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't really allowed to have emotions. I think, oh, shoot. So that's how sheltered I was. (laughs) Stop (laughs) with (laughs) a cam. Stop with a cam. Beep. It's over. It's over. Okay. Yeah, no emotions. Uh, yeah, I should be grateful and always happy. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Wow. We, All we, right, we're sorry. We're going to be quiet. Yeah, we're we're going to be quiet now. It's okay. What? Go ahead. No, it's a good story, y'all. No, go we, ahead. I'm, we're ready. It's nah, a good story. We're, we're ready. To so, um, <laughs> <laughs> that was such a dramatic statement, but it's like accurate, but not accurate. So, Oof. yeah. But um, just with me, in, like, for example, with driving, I didn't learn how to drive until I was 18. Mm. Uh, my mom pretty much yelled at me for like maybe six months about how I need to read the book, the little <laughs> pamphlet that the DMV gives. Yeah. I need to know it from back to front before she would take me to the, the DMV to take the test. Sometimes mm. you want to ask him, did you know it from back to front? She though? said she did. Oh, mm. she said she did. But that's that's part of the, the Haitian education, though. You got to know things okay. from beginning to end. So, yeah. So once I could mm. prove that I knew the book, mm. then she took me to get my permit. And then I didn't drive for a, a minute. Mm-hmm. And then, actually, I never even got my permit. Rewind. So I went and took the test. I had to take it twice. The first time when I didn't pass, it was mm. extremely embarrassing. Because <laughs> I couldn't know how to do a three-point turn. It was, mm. it was, yeah, it was embarrassing. So back after. Yeah, three-point turn. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, yeah, I got my license. And then I didn't drive again until I was 24. Oh wow! Eighteen and then twenty four. Mm-hmm. I didn't drive again. How were you getting Damn. around? Yeah, you know, by the grace of God and. Damn, she's but you was in. She's but you was in Florida at the time, right? Yeah, I went. I went to college. I went to UCF. Thank God for the shuttles. Mm. Thank God for friends. But I didn't have a car, and so around like twenty four, I was like, "Man, I should really get this car." Mm. And my mom was like, "So you've been saving up for this car?" And I was like, "Wow, you weren't." <laughs> oh God! Oh wow! Shot, Get you, got you, mom. She did co-sign on the loan, though. <laughs> so shout out to her. Oh, shout out shout to her. Thanks, but mom. I had like the most like her teaching me how to drive. Like my mom had so much anxiety. Like literally, all I can hear over and over is "break, break, 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 <laughs> break." <laughs> Like, my mom would freak out if I had to change the lanes. Like, she would just, she'd do this thing where yeah. she'd just, like, Hold tense on for up. Dear life. And then she, like, my mom drives in the front seat, so she, you can see her foot moving as if she's, oh, like she's, driving, <laughs> like the she's car. driving the car. And so, yeah, that's my driving story. I say I'm not cool like y'all because I didn't, you know, just get behind the whip. Crashing is not cool. <laughs> I mean, I did crash. No, I when I got my first car, I did end up, like, 
messing it up cosmetically. Like I ended up hitting oh. a sign, and then the sign mirror like flew that's off. some that's some gangster stuff. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's some that's some gangster yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I just took my it's okay. I'm trying to give you a hint. I messed up. It's okay. I didn't catch it at all. The emotions thing is a real statement, though. <laughs> Unfortunately. Another thing? Yeah. Another thing. Another titty. Got it, Leah. I'm just yeah, My biggest thing about, like, being a Haitian that I get all the time is, like, when they see me, they're like, yo, parents let you get all those tattoos? I'm like, what are you talking about? That's a whole other conversation. I've been at my parents' house since I was 17. Mm-hmm. 18 years old, I was out of there. <laughs> I mean, I was too. <laughs> I was out of there. I was out of there, and I was making my own money. Like, when I left my parents' house, money didn't come from them anymore. That's what's up. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, they trained me up early. <laughs> Your experience is definitely interesting. Like, I got yelled at about bills. You know, just, you know, you guys waste too much power. You waste too much water. Call them. But nah, like. Figure out how to get to the water place to pay this. Now I ain't got no car. Legit, I got to college (laughs) and was like, okay, I got a bank account. Let's, (laughs) (laughs) Let's make this work. And look at you, an established young woman buying a home in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus. In oh, Jesus I'm, name. I'm about to go um, look at some houses this weekend. Oh. I'm really excited. That's exciting. Okay. exciting. My mom told okay, me. Okay, okay, okay. My mom's planning to buy a furniture set for her bedroom. She says she has a bedroom. You did tell me that. When you were moving into the other place, you were like, your mom gave you the couch, didn't she? No, no, she, she has her own room in my in house. In your house. Oh. That's her plan. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, good luck with that. I know. <laughs> good, good luck with that. It's going to be a little I, crazy. It's just being like, you know what? You know, I, I, I like having my mom around, though, because she cooks, she's, she cleans. Does your mom cook and clean without complaining? Yeah. Wow. And that's why I think I love doing laundry. Are we getting this? Sorry. This is, a, this is like... <laughs> <laughs> she loves doing laundry. I, I really do. I enjoy doing a, lo- a load. At my house, of course. I'm not going... I, I will never... I refuse to take my clothing items from my house, outside of my house, to a laundromat. No. I want an in-unit washer and dryer. I, just I don't know. Can't. I feel like that, like... And, you know, for those who have to do it, like I get it, but yeah, going to a laundromat is probably one of the most humbling experiences. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and that's what I did my whole entire childhood. That's why I was like, nope, I don't want to. And then when my when my mom finally trusted me to go by myself, I don't know. I think I found solace there. It was like I'm by myself. I'm, I love doing laundry. It's one of those things I love to do. Like I do laundry every week. Wow. Every single week I do laundry. I love it. I love the experience of pouring the. <laughs> <laughs> I just pouring the tide, getting it out. Do you just, like folding? Uh, yes, all of it. Folding it, putting it away, putting it in the cestle. I love everything about it. <laughs> I can't wait to do that with my family. Like, I can't wait for my daughter to stand next to me and fold these clothes with me. Are you I can't gonna... wait to put it out the clothes. Is this good? Too hard. <laughs> I know. Look at it. I do. I really like, I enjoy chores, but not like. I, I like laundry, doing laundry too. I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. I 
think it's such a great experience. (laughs) No, I think I genuinely enjoy chores because they were the one time that I finally, like, I got to be, like, alone. Like, there was no real responsibility attached to this. Like, it's like, okay, go in. You know, like, you know, my mom, you know, I don't know any Haitian household that don't got Biblo everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, take the Swiffer and go does. Like, I just love doing that. Yeah. But at my own, like, fruition, like, not me. Oh, go do this. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was always told to go do chores growing up. And then there was this big thing of, like, well, you're the only girl. So you should be doing so it. So you should be doing it. And Get while my brothers got to play outside, I had to stay inside and clean. And so I'm a very clean person, but I also have a very, like, yeah, interesting relationship about just doing chores and just making sure that I'm in a good mental space. To, no, it. that's the thing. You need to be in a good mental space. You do. You need to be in a good mental space. My dad used to pay me to do certain things, too, like wash the car and stuff with my brothers. Like, he gives $5. But my dad had no problem. Like, my dad used to have a nickname, actually. They used to call him Cot Posh. Cot Posh. Cot Posh. Four pockets, because they're always full. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, what? <laughs> like my like it's crazy to like my 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 parents like no every time I, I don't know it's hard for me to grasp the concept that you guys don't have education but my dad owns a store. Do you have a Haitian nickname? No, no. Mark, do you have one? Mm-hmm. What's yours? He's like, no, I want to hear it on the thing. Nah, hold yeah, on. Okay, I want to see okay, your face. Okay, I want to see your face. Okay. okay. <laughs> you don't have a Haitian. I don't have Haitian nicknames. They call me Leona. That's it. Nana. I mean, nothing like super. Okay. Nana. Well, so, okay. If I'm honest, everybody called me baby. Everybody called me baby. Is baby, baby would you say baby is a Haitian nickname? No, not at all. They just called me baby. I was the youngest. I was the only girl. Called me baby. And I hated that when I got older. Because I'm not a baby. And you guys never treated me like one. Mm. I know. You know? Uh, it's like, um... <laughs> Dirty dancing and the the main girls called baby and they're like don't nobody counseling put, counseling has revealed nobody a lot puts to me. baby in the corner counseling has revealed so many things do you go to counseling Mark did you say counseling <laughs> <laughs> yes is that even a Haitian approved is it in a practice I know uh, the Haitian culture I don't oh man we're gonna have to whoo, that's gonna be a whole another type of tune whoo. in for episode whoo. six. <laughs> Like, she already know what type of time. There's a lot of things I think that the Haitian community doesn't talk doesn't talk about that we should talk about more of. And I and I and I would broaden it a little bit to just say like the, the black community yeah. too. But yeah. I think you know for our Haitians out there who you know are okay with trauma, let's not keep it that way. Yeah, this is not. But yeah, I said something about. <laughs> I know I missed it, but um, nicknames. Yeah. Say something about nicknames. Go ahead, drop it. Drop the um, nickname. So, Leona says she does not have a Haitian nickname. Mm-mm. I was known by Baby, but, like, that's mm. not, like, a, a, a Haitian I know somebody name. named Baby. It was a guy. <laughs> oh. Oh, my yeah. God. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were friends. Oh. They used to call it Baby. I, was I know you know a lot of famous Haitians. I didn't know. You yeah. might be her man, too. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, so you got jokes. You got jokes. <laughs> yeah, I really want to know my, my, my nickname, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> My Haitian nickname is. All right, man. It was. Nah, it wasn't Um, it was it was Pushy, man. Pushy. Pushy. Yeah, yeah. 
Can you tell us the origin? Yeah, spelling. Um, oh, yeah, origin and spelling. Uh, it's spelled P-O-U-C-H-Y. Yeah, it's too close to, you know, that's why I don't go by that. Yeah, that could be slippery. Yeah, that, that could be yeah. slippery. Yeah, but I guess there was a. I think there's a Pushon's like one of these names that people go around and call nicknames. Kids Pushon, right? Mm-hmm. But I guess there was this pastor that came um, to my mom's house, and he was like, "Oh, look at him, little pushy, mm-hmm. little pushy." <laughs> and I guess and since stuck. then, man, just like that, and it's done. Yeah, pushy. That's what. And that's how I know who really know me from the junk. Like, you know, the, the day ones. Yeah, if they come yeah. around me and say, yo, got pushy, you see, got pushy. Wait, how long, did, pushy, it, how long, how long did the nickname, like... It lasts forever until I got to the U.S. They didn't even know my name was Mark until I got here. <laughs> that's like, the worst. Legit. And in school, they used to call me Darius. So, like, Excuse in Haiti... Me? like Because my last name is Darius. Um, so, in Haiti, they used to call me Darius. Like, they don't call you by your first name in Haiti. In school, they call you by your last name. Darius. I, yeah. mean, I, I like, I like, like that. Like, Darius. That's how you used to call me. So. Okay. Anybody else got any? any I, I got one. Oh, man. What's yours? It's not, it's not Gigi? No. That, oh, so Gigi. We've been, we've been bamboozled. We've been bamboozled. What's going on? I'm Darius. Yeah. <laughs> I want the real. Not the, yeah, I want, I want the, the real. real. So... Like, my mom calls me Lun Lun. Mm, Lun Lun. Oh, Gas Lun. Lun Lun. Yeah. <laughs> that's, ah. that's yeah. And for mm. some reason, like, you know, as I was going through school and people had a difficulty pronouncing, you know, Goslin, because mm. you people call me Goslin, Gasland, all this <laughs> other stuff. I just never felt like to, it was the right decision to introduce him to Lala. I feel like Lala's for the house. <laughs> yeah. Lala's like, for the house. Yeah. So Gigi. Oh, Lala. Got Lala on this shit. I'm glad you made that executive decision. Yeah. So Gigi, Gigi came about because I would go to restaurants and I was just tired of them having mispronounced my name. So I'd be like, you can Gigi. just you can just call me Gigi. Call me Gigi. And it stuck. Lala. That's good. Oh, I'm going to put someone on it. Who's she? Hey, listen, oh, relax, oh, relax. Got, and you know what? And relax, now, relax. <laughs> this can only stay here. Yeah. Like, relax. Don't ever call me that. Relax. I got you, sir. Your next birthday cake, head <laughs> up. <laughs> nah, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. The next birthday cake, that would, what? That would be wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's it? Nana? Just, yeah, my mom calls me Nana. Nana. Nana or baby. Okay. Okay. But mine's are cute. Nah, nah, baby. You know what I'm saying? I don't push yeah. <laughs> See, that's what we're not going to do. No judgment. That's not what no we're ju- not- Okay, so uh, no. what about Haitian men again? <laughs> oh, the, the, the business. We got to the business. <laughs> Monsieur. Um, do we want to get into another subject, man? We about an hour and thirty. You want to get to another I mean, subject? We were, we were casually because yeah, we we got more. We got a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, we do, you know. And this is you know the first and you know kind of like introduction. Are we giving them too much, or you think this is enough? I don't know. If we we might have given them a little too much. You know what it is? There mm. might there there may be some questions. Yeah. Mm. Someone might have heard something was and wanted like a little bit more clarity, a little bit more understanding. Oh, we're here for the long haul. We I'm got just, we got understanding. We got. People probably you know still trying saying? to figure out the age thing. They're probably still oh. like, what's going on? So, now we good on that. And where is this? <laughs> we good on that. 
you know, just and just trying to understand like where you are in terms of like your wealth level because you mm. know you, you dropped you dropped yeah, a relax, lot of yeah. <laughs> yeah, <we're like. laughs> Right, they talk about yeah, I got fifty jobs. Like. He knows King Blasi. Like yeah, I'm just trying to figure like. out what's going on, and I have no emotions. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, that's not that's that's what we're not going to do. <laughs> Uh, I know a lot of people know Kim. Yeah, come on, son. A lot of, yeah. Oh, but if, know no, them. I, you, but you could like walk up and give them some gap. Like if right. you can get past the bodyguards. And then speaking of Kim Basi, <laughs> R.I.P. Black La, R.I.P. Black Alex, R.I.P. Um, Don Shov, you know, all these people, R.I.P. to them. See, and that's and, um, why the scale of the millennials up here, like I don't know. But rest yeah, in peace. Yeah, I don't know the, the, the Kim Basi. You know, I remember my his favorite name? thing growing up mm. was the kind of all. Uh, Video cassettes. Oh, and they would watch and they would play it, and you mm. play all the music videos. Yeah, those are like my favorite thing. Man, why did I they stop? Yeah, beautiful time. Yeah, like, it was, why did they stop doing that? Because you know, it, YouTube happened. So. so they don't even do it on YouTube, do they? They the, the, the kind of our videos. Yeah, they come out every year. You check watch out, that, boy, that boy's up to date. <laughs> hey, I still yo listen. Like I, I still watch and listen to in the Haitian. Um, music and stuff like that. So I'm still tapped in. I still kind of go to Kiss and Tell here and there. Um, you know, I still Haitian go to Haitian event. events. Oh, oh, Monsieur. See, this is this is the best part of our. This is the best part. This is the best part about this podcast. You do have Haitians who have never been to I've a Haitian because, event because or, been to church. or okay. Okay, l'école la calégris na club. You va gain l'école la calégris na club. You gain l'école No or disco. Or disco. Well not disco. Yo, that's still a thing. I have never been to a Okay, a wedding I don't think that counts. I'm, I'm gonna put that out. You're still drinking on Friday, nigga. But I, I, uh, I don't care if it's Saturday or Sunday. Exactly. I don't care. I don't care. I haven't been to a genuine yeah. Haitian event like Kiss and Tell. I haven't been to anything like that. Have I been to like the club? Ooh. I haven't. And I think the reason why they're gonna take your Haitian card away after this. One. They can't. You can't take that away. You can't. <laughs> I was, but I've never, I've never been the type to go to those type of things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Welcome does it. I, uh, hey, listen, man. We, we ain't even gonna go there. Hey, but Gigi, what you talking about? How you feeling? Person. So, I mean, I know about Kiss and Tell, mm. but I've actually never been. Never been. But I have been to Biles and stuff like that uh, before. South Florida? No. Mm. The closest thing I've been to. You've been to? Been? Oh, she probably been to Club Creole. One of the events Club Creole be putting on. Huh? Of course. So you're your UCF type Haitian girl. Oh. Yeah. Shout out to Club Creole. Hey, listen. First of all, just, he's just mad because he keep putting out all these disclaimers about his listen, beautiful life. Man, listen, <laughs> So now he where where women sold candies one. on the street. <laughs> yeah, he my boy see. up one, so now he's trying to you know monetize. Let's on see, that. that's not what we that's not what we gonna do. <laughs> but we go we gonna make sure y'all get we acquainted. We gonna have to find ways to get um, people involved in this. You know, in this conversation, yeah, figure yeah, out definitely, if definitely. we can put them on and help y'all get put on. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, kiss and tell. I don't know. I don't think I would survive there. Like, I'm like, I like the 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 dancing and mm. the and the grabbing and mm. the you know. I, I might get lost. 
You're lost. I don't and know I what don't that mean, means. like, in a good way. Like, I might just be like, whoa, this is too much <laughs> for me, you know? Um, but I, I definitely see the passion in the mm. Haitian events. Like, I've mm. never seen a video or anything like that and never thought that people weren't having the absolute best time. Yeah. Like, mm. ne- like there's no, that's not lacking at all. There is a, there is a science, you know what I'm saying? There's a science to the dansicole. You know, there's, oh a, there's a science to all of that. But anyway, uh, I know, I know we get into a lighter note, which is good and I appreciate it. Uh, I mean, we don't want to give you guys too much, but however, it, do we want to kind of get into one more topic or we, or we kind of want to give him, leave it for the, for the second episode. One more topic. I mean, I feeling. I don't know. I mean, we talking okay, another topic. I mean, I want so honestly if you ask me, I wanna know. I don't know how to get people engaged, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I would like to know if there's anything that people kinda mm-hmm. like relate more to. Like are you a Gigi? Mm-hmm. Are you a Mark? Yeah. Are you a Leon? I know nobody's gonna be able to relate to, <laughs> to me for some reason. But I'm hoping I'm hoping I can connect with, with some people. Yeah. Who may be able to after they hear this episode and you know hit, hit us up and let us know yeah, uh sure. get more <laughs> sure. but this was of course the first episode i hope you got to know um most of us a bit, a, bit, a bit you know just a little bit um because we're only giving you small windows yeah. um where, where you know there's more to talk about and there's more topics to get into um we are haitian millennials talking about haitian millennial topics and we want to make sure, of course, you guys interact. Let us know. What are some topics you want to hear? Yep. We're probably going to cover it, but if you let us know, um, we'll definitely um, look into if we're not covering it already. Yeah, because I think we, we talked a little bit about chores. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> and, <laughs> I think, and I think that deserves a whole episode. Yeah, because oh, yeah, we, we're going to have to talk about the how I ain't really, you know what I'm saying? In the male-female dynamics, too, because Mark, yeah. you know, he women... As Haitians, there's a different expectation for us, and yeah. Yeah. we gotta talk about it because it's, yeah. it's too much. Too much. And I, I became, I became the 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 second. Uh, I know that might come out right, come come out wrong, but I became the second. Um, I guess you would say women like person in the house. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, I know. What you mean. I was the person after my mother that would do the the house chores. Okay, that's good. Yeah, my brother, <laughs> That's refreshing. Well, good. Domestic. My we like you again. My, yeah. My, <laughs> my brothers wouldn't want to do no work. I would have, they'll be watching TV while I wash the dishes and do other things. Oh, and I was the first yeah. first one to learn how to cook. Like they, they probably still don't know how to cook. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's another episode right <laughs> But there. I had to I had to learn. I learned from my mother. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I was the one to take the fourth. Cause like, you know, she do all the work. She does all the work. And sometimes I'd be like, yo. I gotta step up. I'm the oh, next one. Up, so. Give a round of applause to yourself. Hey, listen, man. I'm, 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 I'm gonna squeeze that yeah. one in there. Do that one in there. You know what I mean? I mean, that is a very big precursor. Um, you know, a lot of mm. women are like the way that men treat their mothers. Mm. That's how they will treat you. You yeah. know, facts. Yeah. I'm probably my mom's husband, but oh. you know what I'm saying. Oh. We ain't gonna do that right now because. <laughs> My father sometimes neglect the husband part. You say ladies they gonna sell them If I stay evil, gonna. But anyway, that's enough for that. I guess we're gonna uh, we're gonna end on that note. I don't want to go into much in that because that'd be a whole nother episode. Um, you guys listen to us about an hour and a half now. So thank um, you. if you've made it, made it this far, we yes. just want to say thank, thank you. you. We appreciate you. We appreciate it. And it's your first time hearing our voices. Thank you again for sticking through it. Um, I don't know how annoying I sound or annoying I can oh, be. But you, you about to find out. But uh, yeah, let, <laughs> exactly. let, let me know. Let me know. Um, if y'all hate me by the end of the episode, sorry. I'm here for the long run. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, all, we all are. We all are. Haitians survive. Uh, any, yeah, we do. We're survivors. Any yeah. last words? That's all.
Everyone be blessed. Be blessed. Yes. Be blessed. I'm signing out. And Mark tell your the dreamer. story to anyone who will listen. Yes. <laughs> tell your story. And if we want, we gonna make sure we set up something where we can hear other stories. Yeah, um, either uh, a WhatsApp verse <laughs> voice note. <laughs> something. <laughs> That something will, that will go to Mark's phone. That will allow you guys to send <laughs> voice note so we can hear. And we want to hear from Haitians everywhere. Haitian millennials do, in Haiti. Yeah. Haitian millennials on the East Coast. Canada. Canada. Tout côté. Okay? <laughs> if you're a Haitian millennial, this is now your platform. It's ours yeah. and it's also yours. Yes. Let's get it. Yay. Gunshots. <laughs> Hey, this is Gigi, and it's your girl Leona, and you are listening to the Haitian Millennial Podcast.